I'm joined by the Freedom Collective artists ahead of their performance at the Melbourne Recital Centre later this week as part of the final leg of their national tour presenting their latest album, Songs of Freedom. Gentlemen, first, thanks for joining us and welcome to NITV Radio. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now, before we go into this conversation, I'll just ask you to say a few words about yourselves and then we'll go into our interview. Start on my right. Okay, um, I'm David Himes. Uh, I'm the guitarist in the show, occasional harmonica player, and I've been working uh, in Roeburn for this project for uh, around about 10 years, so I'm very happy to have that continu- continuity through the, the years with the show. Hi, I'm Fred Ryan. I've probably joined these guys, I think it's been around three years now. We've been working together in Robin with the songwriting workshops and whatnot and now lucky enough to come on tour with the guys across the country and um, looking forward to finishing this tour off. Patrick Chanside, I'm a songman from Robin, touring the country, we're singing songs of freedom for the nation and to raise awareness about the incarceration rates of Aboriginal children in prisons. Jay Jerome here, originally from Brow Beyond. Uh, I'm the keys player in the band, and I do a bit of other things. Um, been involved with this beautiful project for about two years now, uh, and it's such a great honour and privilege to be um, a part of. Lucky Oceans, originally from USA, now living on Wajaknunga lands out in West Australia. Been part of this almost as long as David Hyams, and feel very lucky to be part of this project, which is very, very special, Songs of Freedom. Special Song for Freedom, and uh, just if you read in the news just uh, yesterday, something you're always thinking about, uh, about this over-incarceration, and you're trying to raise awareness about this uh, big stain on this country, the over-representation of uh, First Nations people, especially the youth in uh, the justice system. And uh, just yesterday, we're talking about yet another inquest into an Aboriginal death in custody in uh, Queensland actually and it's been almost 40 years since um, the first the person who actually um, inspired the Freedom Collective and uh, all these big heart projects it's been in two weeks less than two weeks 28th of September it'll be 40 years since uh, was uh, the one we call Muru in language yeah but also known as Brother John Pat. John Pat, yeah, 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 that's right, Bertrand. It's been some forty years now, you know, since the death of John Pat in custody, and forty years on, we're still seeing statistics like fifty-one percent of children locked up, you know, from three percent of the indigenous population in prisons still tonight or today, if you will, and that's something that we need to raise awareness about. But how do we do that? Is um, you know through a concert like this that speaks to the nation and also speaks to the heart of those lawmakers and decision makers around the country. Now, this is uh, the last leg of your national tour. You've been to Canberra, you've been to Perth, you've been to Hobart and Sydney. And how does it feel being in Melbourne, just closing your national tour? Uh, it, It feels pretty good. The concert has gone from strength to strength. Mm. You know, this last leg we played Sydney, and the Attorney General, Mark Dreyfus, came 
and he, he his advisors had to tear him away. <laughs> and then he came to see us. We played in Parliament House in Canberra, and they set up a working group, a cross-party working group, to look into diversionary funds and raising the age, criminal age of responsibility. And and then our concert in Canberra was just amazing. It just it felt like we could do no wrong, and, and we're we're gathering momentum and spreading the message with this beautiful music that opens hearts. So Melbourne is is just going to be the icing on the cake. I had an opportunity to tour the country and see the reaction of the people, and at the same time, you can see that the message is being heard. As you mentioned, raising the age of minimum minimum criminal responsibility has been around. Governments of all sides have just been, you know, slow walking this uh, process, and uh, they keep putting little kids in jail. And yeah, but it costs a million dollars to keep a kid in jail for a year. I mean, surely. We could appeal to people's hip pockets, <laughs> if not their hearts. But it's the politicians you need to convince, because the yeah, people that, know these are kids; they're babies, a ten-year-old, eleven-year-old. Yeah. They barely know what's happening around them, and then you jail them for, for petty, petty yeah. sort of crimes. But also, I guess you could say that most of those caught in the justice system, you know, uh, haven't actually been sentenced, so they're actually waiting on remand for sentencing. And, and some of those conditions of sentencing is where we'd like to, you know, raise the issue about the justice system and, and how does it help diversion of young people. I mean, if we was to be serious in talking human anatomy, 10 to 14-year-olds are at the stage of their lives, they're only just losing the last set of their baby teeth. And we have laws in place, you know, in this country that lock them away. And and that's the sort of tragedy that we need to try to address, but also make aware to, you know, decision makers about the justice reform and, and how it can be, I guess, reinvested, if, if you will. As Mr. Lucky said, you know, coming from Canberra, talking to politicians in a, in a courtyard and... and getting their heartfelt emotions to hear this plight of what we're raising awareness about it has been i think fantastic and some of those you know ministers have come forward now saying how can we help and and what are some of the strategies that we can use to help this justice reinvestment or reform yeah justice reinvestment is what's needed because some of these are crimes are talking about are usually just um a result of maybe dysfunctional families or poverty or so many other issues that need to be addressed before you can even talk about uh, incarceration or anything like that and uh, justice reversed may have been around but politicians don't get to hear that basically it doesn't go through the people do listen because it's their kids their families and they're likely whether they're indigenous or not more likely indigenous because we know the justice system here uh, there's still some systemic racism or even um, other forms of uh, injustices happening, but anyone could have their kid, their kid could find themselves behind bars just for something as minor as maybe picking up a lolly in the supermarket. Maybe. Sneaking some rollies in the shops because they're hungry or something. Yeah, they're kids. They're still in their formative years and uh, their brains haven't yet even developed fully, and yet we put them in jail. And politicians are happy with that. Stood out for me as well is when we were 
doing the da- uh, Darwin gig, and because we're inside in the theatre, you can kind of hear everything. And and while you were talking, Pat, I was listening to the crowd. And when you're reading out the statistics, you know there's a lot of like people are gasping in disbelief, like we didn't realise kind of that these were the statistics, you know. And mm. so that to me then you know resonated thinking okay well maybe we haven't educated the public as to how serious this problem really is maybe there, you know we need to get out and, and and shout it out to the world that these are pretty horrific stats that we're working with and um and then you see like like last when we did canberra the other day and you got this standing evasion when you when you're giving those stories to the songs and that and people appreciate it more you know so that was that stood with stuck with me from darwin that just listening to the gasps in the crowd when yeah. Patrick was reading that statistics and that was incredible yeah. those heartfelt messages of freedom and hope from the people i guess is you know the key in where we say through music and performing arts it creates a wider message to the, you know, nation of Australia, if you will. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, people said about the concert, uh, they said, I didn't expect to leave filled with hope and uplifted because it's such a dark story that we're telling. And, and we're even partnered with the Justice Reform Initiative to to make people more aware of, of this, you know, shameful. But the concert itself is an uplifting experience and there's even mob ticket prices available isn't there so so go to melbourne recital center for tickets you know, online and there's there's mob tickets mob uh, can attend because not yeah. everyone can afford it yeah. and, uh, you yeah. make a special concession for mob that's uh, very generous of you guys yeah. now this is a very heartfelt song when if you don't listen to the lyrics it's just a very happy song normally and yet it's a sad message you're conveying maybe brother fred you can talk about what songs of freedom meant for you writing it and actually going through the motions of of actually what it meant (coughs) or what it actually means now that we've we've toured it around the country and you know people give us the feedback that says wow we, we we haven't heard such music, you know, original uplifting music that comes to speak to our hearts. The song itself stemmed from the workshops that Lucky and Dave are running there in Roven and they do every year. And um, it was an, an eye opener for me having an invite to come across and have a listen and, and contribute to these workshops. And then after going back to my place um, after that, and um, Songs of Freedom came from me sitting in the backyard thinking what an incredible experience just watching everyone throw lyrics at the board and then at the end of the day a song comes out of it and then you know had me thinking what are we trying to capture what's the bigger picture here you know so um that's where songs of freedom stem from and i'm bouncing lyrics up and down back and forth to lucky and what do you think of this one what do you think of that one oh that would fit there that'd go well and um and I think yeah, it's just one of those songs that people can relate to when you start to get it, let it sink into the soul. It's um, it is that everyone is looking for a form of freedom somewhere, sometime in their life. You know, I think that sort of that song tends to bring that out, and um, it's incredible watching the crowd. You know, we've got people, even new crowds, we've got people singing along to it. So mm-hmm. it, um, I think it's been played in, in advance in front of us, and 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 to see people sing along, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> 
I, what I love about that song is the line about sing a song for the soldiers who who fallen died, mm-hmm. and also but sing a song for the people who march in the streets. So you put together the two the two Australias, the people that that fought for Australia in wars, and also the people that are willing to fight domestically for to make this a better country. Would you agree with that, Fred? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It's just, um, that's, a, that's a good, I mean, people interpret it differently. Lucky, but you're spot on there. That's the feeling I got when I wrote that, yeah. um, those lines. And it's, yeah, it's, uh, for me, it sounds like a call to everyone because everyone can make mm. a contribution. Some will do it uh, on the battlefront with their guns. They are trained to do that, but uh, mm. others yeah. are trained to also make the society a better place yeah. through their own actions. So yeah. I think it's it's a line that uh, really strikes a chord there. I think it strikes the chord with what we're achieving with this national tour, speaking to the country, you know, and as we say, not... Not exactly marching in the streets, but, you know, singing in concert halls and stage venues across the the nation, speaking to, you know, thousands of people across um, many different cities. But I see, you know, this has been a a thought leadership sort of, you know, project coming out of the small community of Robin. And more importantly, I think the legacy of the, you know, Pat family has play, plays a part in this where we go back to that 40 years ago and, and it sparked a, a national inquiry into deaths in custody. You know, some 330-odd recommendations of an, a national inquiry, you know, into that deaths in custody have still not been fulfilled. And, and these are the key sort of points, you know, through the music and through all the concerts and the, and the, the bright lights of it all the key messages are still there. And, and I believe that's the strength of what we carry through these national tours. And we're hoping to continue that as we head back home to Robin on September the 23rd for the 40th anniversary. But we're very excited about being here in Melbourne for the concert on the Melbourne Recital Centre this Friday. This Friday, the 15th of uh, September, to be very accurate. And uh, this uh, tour, while you performed in different cities, you had some um, special guest appearances, I guess. Uh, one of the guest appearances is also a regular in our show, Kuch- Uncle Kucha Edwards. Yep. In one of the legs, you had Emma Donovan and uh, other really um, high-caliber First Nations artists join. Can you maybe, just as a teaser, give us a name or two of uh, some of the ones that will be appearing alongside you guys uh, in Melbourne? Yes, uh, we do have Kutcha Edwards. Kutcha is such a beautiful performer and spirit, and he just loves this project. He said, any shows you're doing, I want to be part of. And, and we have members of the Pack family traveling with us, and he has formed a bond with them, very special bond. Mm. Shelley Morris has been with us since the very beginning, and she rejoined us in Darwin, and she'll be in Melbourne. Yep. And Shane Howard is a late announcement. He's going to play only one concert with us, and, and that'll be uh, in, in Melbourne. And who have I forgotten anyone? Any other special guests? I think there's a um, 
a very powerful elder we bring also from the Kimberley regions. Kankawa Nagara, or otherwise known as Olive Knight. Um, yeah, I, I feel some of her music and songs touches the hearts and minds of people also, but to to see this, I guess, you know, um, elder from community coming onto stage and, and speaking in a way, but also then making music that touches people. Without wanting to give too much away, I guess, um, these are some of the powerhouse singers we have, you know, coming to Melbourne for a, a, a great line-up show and we hope that people can make it there to see the show and um, enjoy a wonderful night. Now, before I let you go, maybe one little more song. Um, I'll share, if I may, um, Jabi songs, or as I sort of say, you know, as the MC of the event, but also taking people on a journey in song, telling stories. One of the stories I guess I sing is with my boomerangs. And um, if I may, I'll, I'll sing this one that talks about the sunrise. Sunrise we call Ganalili. So early in the morning when the sun rises, it touches the land and everything within the land and brings to life the country. Early in the morning when the sun rises, everything the light touches comes to life. These are just a few of the songs you will get to hear at the Songs for Freedom concert on Friday night at the Melbourne Recital Hall. Be there or be square, I say. Make it on down to Melbourne Recital Hall. Heed my call. I don't think I don't think you could do something like this, guys, without listening to the incredible Joe Jerome do a, a song from the yeah. album, and I think he does it so well. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping we can get Jay to do a bit of cooling waters for us. Yeah. Right? Song written in <coughs> Roburn Regional Prisoner. What's the name of the song? Cooling waters. I see a child 
Looking back at the man that I could be You caused me pain, you made me shame The desert in my mind In the cool of night The sand's my bed Wake up to the sound of cockatoos Telling me there's water Before we conclude, Songs of Freedom, Friday night at the Melbourne Recital Hall. It'll be a night of uplifting songs, visuals from the Pilbara, and songs that will leave you with hope and uplifting mm. feelings by the end of the night. Mm. We hope you can make it there if you can. If not, we will hope you can follow us back to our urban community for the 40th anniversary concert on September 23rd, the following week.